sweep the leg. You have a problem with that? No, Sensei. Get him a body bag, Johnny! Yeah! Welcome to Sweep the Lake Podcast. I'm your host with the most, Mike McMasunas. How's everybody doing? And uh, I have a guest host with me. Um, he is uh, not new to the show. Um, I have Andrew on. What's up, buddy? Not much. How are you doing, Masunas? Not too bad. Not too bad. Uh, I know last week we tried to get together, but crap happened in my life, and then it happened in your life, but we're here now, so it's all good. Yeah, definitely. I'm glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, um, we are going to talk about uh, the rundown, which was actually a request from our fans, which is pretty flipping cool. Um, and we are kind of short on time, so me and Andrew, we're not going to go through movie and music news, um, but I'll uh, throw some of that stuff in there um, after we get done talking. So, um, why don't we go ahead and get right into the rundown, sir? Yep, definitely sounds good. One job, I wipe your slate clean. Walk out of this house a free man. How much? 250 large. No problem. He's come to the other side of the world. Is that duct tape? To finish one last job. I'm looking for a man. His name's Travis Walker. Brown hair, face like a weasel. Do I know you? I'm taking you home, Travis. What's in Los Angeles? Your father. So angry! Shut up. If only it were that simple. Apparently, he stumbled onto a trinket of some value in my jungle. Yep. I want it back. Wow. Whatever my father's paying you, I will double it. No. I'll quadruple it. No. I'll double it and quadruple it. Hell no. I hope you enjoy the fall. Now, what fall? Find them. Find them! I do not want to fight you. We are not fighting. Okay, hip-hop. Don't worry, they're little people. What? You can take them, they're little. Give you that. Ow! Hit me some mouth! 
is cooking. Okay, so uh, as you know, I'm a huge uh, rock fan. Um, and the I biggest. Believe, yes, the biggest. And I believe <laughs> this is your first time you ever saw this movie. Is that correct? Yeah, I'm not a I'm not a rookie to anything with the rock in it, but this is the first time I've watched this movie. Excellent, excellent. Um, I do have to say that uh, the rundown um, is probably the movie I've seen the less of The Rock uh, outside of The Tooth Fairy. I saw The Tooth Fairy once. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually uh, am interested to hear your thoughts on this film. Um, it's definitely, definitely fun. What are your overall impressions uh, of the film so far? I really enjoyed it. I had a good time watching it. There was really no point where I was bored with it, which I really liked. And there was um, just the fact that it's The Rock showing off that he could be a badass, but at the same time, he's also honing his comedic still, uh, skills. Yep. So it was good to see both worlds kind of mixing together because in the past, in the recent past, we've seen him trying to juxtapose both of those sides, do one or the other. So I like seeing him bring them both to, to one movie. Yeah, and uh, I mean, technically speaking, this is. Uh... You know, this is his, uh, it's not his first. Uh, the first movie was The Mummy Returns, which he was in for five minutes. Then yeah, get, I remember that. Then we get the horrible CGI at the end. Um, <laughs> the Scorpion King, very good, but you could tell it was his first movie he was just trying. This is kind of his first, uh, you know, uh, I mean, Arnold Schwarzenegger's in the beginning of the film passing on the torch. Did you notice that in the beginning? Yeah, really quickly. Yeah, it's pretty yep. cool. Um, I actually am two sides of the coin on this movie. Um, I, I guess I'll go through that as we, as we run through the film. So basically, the overall premise is um, The Rock, uh, which uh, his name in the film is Beck. Yep. And um, the cool thing about him is uh, you right away get the sense of, uh, I like the beginning with the whole club scene. Um, I like the special effects with like the introducing football players that he's got to take out. You know, he's got to basically get a ring from this guy. Uh, but they introduce all the football characters and they throw these really cool, like, uh, Monday Night Football type of logos. What you think of that? I really liked it. It actually was interesting because it kind of threw me off for a little bit because I thought that was going to be the setting of the movie because I didn't know – coming into this movie, I knew nothing. So it was good to see that they were starting off in some kind of, like, broad, usual – like, the usual type of city setting for this kind of movie. And then that was pretty much all we saw of it. Exactly, and they actually changed the title of this film to Welcome to the Jungle. Okay. Um, But that was not in the United States, though. That was overseas. Um, But, I mean, it kind of makes sense, but I like the rundown um, title itself. Now, I'm not a fan of Sean William Scott. Um, The the only movie I've ever actually enjoyed him in was uh, Mr. Hancock. Did you ever see that movie? I I think, yeah, I've seen it, but I don't remember it. Like, obviously, it wasn't one of my favorites, so it's hard to recall a lot of the scenes from that movie. Yeah, and, and I think the problem is is the whole American Pie thing. Um, he's got to, you know, he's basically the, the trying to be the funny guy, and he's not very funny. But I have to admit, he was, uh, he did handle this movie really good. He was funny when he needed to be, and mostly serious uh, the other times. And I thought that uh, that was actually uh, a refreshing take of Sean William Scott. Yeah, it didn't seem like he was doing anything... Like, I guess the whole movie could be considered over the top, but not over the top as in the American Pie terms. He was doing things like he kept it toned down to where it was believable, at least. And I enjoyed that kind of comedy. Yeah. Um, I, in regards to over the top, as you said, I think um, my main mis- my main issue with the movie is, is I'm not sure what movie it's trying to be. I'm not okay. sure if it's trying to be over the top in regards to, for example, uh, 
later in the movie, they're in the jungle and trying to get away from Christopher Walken. And uh, you know, Sean William Scott basically throws the car off of the uh, off of that hill, and, yeah. and they go riding down. Now, The Rock, being as big as he is, I could believe that he could go through all of those, you know, rolling down and and basically walk away with just a few scratches. Versus Sean William Scott. The dude should have like either died or broke some bones. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, it's trying to be over the top action there, um, or like some of the fights with, uh, you know, when he's fighting Ernie Reese Jr. later. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's doing this really cool wire work where he's flipping and stuff. And I'm just like, are you trying to be serious action? You know, like a lethal weapon buddy cop movie, or are you trying to be over the top like Ash- last action hero? And that was really my only problem with the movie is I couldn't tell what it was trying to do. Okay. Yeah, the the one issue that you brought up was with the wire work that he was that they were performing, uh, especially with that scene where they were taking on all the natives of the jungle. Yeah. And they were flying around and they kind of went all like uh, crouching tiger, hidden dragon style where he's floating in the air for like five feet and then he lands. Yeah. I don't. I'm not really too into that style of fighting. I'm more of the real fighting, like hand-to-hand combat stuff. Right. But so every time they did the kind of floating in the air kind of threw me away from the story a little bit. And I see where you're coming at with over the top. Yeah. Um, Overall, though, I definitely enjoy the scenes. They're supposed to be fun. And there's no doubt about it. This is just a big action. It's a big action comedy. And I really enjoy that fact. Now, when you think of great actors, you know, you think me, I think of like Vincent D'Onofrio, Morgan Freeman, Leonardo DiCaprio, heck, even Ben Foster. I mean, he rocks. Yep. And most people wouldn't think of Dwayne The Rock Johnson as a great actor. But as I always tell everybody, he is what he says he is in wrestling. He's electrifying. Every time I see him on screen, it's enjoyment to watch him, especially when in the beginning of the movie in that dance club where he's taking out all them dudes. Mm -hmm. That was just unbelievable. I loved it. Every second of it. Yeah, and then, yeah, definitely. It's, uh, I think it's just the persona that he gives out is kind of the macho guy, which kind of throws people off. So it doesn't really, he doesn't really persuade everyone in, in any type of genre to enjoy him, really, unless you go see him. So it, once you actually see a little bit of his acting, it actually comes together a lot more than you would, act, than you would really think. Yeah, and you know, in all the interviews I've ever seen him in, he's like the most genuine, caring individual, biggest smile, and always remembering where he came from. And Ellen just loves him and says, you know, you always play this badass on screen, but you're probably the biggest teddy bear I've ever met in my whole entire life, you know. And and I, I just love that about him. I think it's great. Um, this is actually one of three films that he worked with Sean William Scott. Uh, okay. This was the first one. The second one was Southland Tales, which I never watched because it was is made by the same guy that did Donnie Darko, and mm-hmm. it was just weird. And then the third one was Planet Fifty One. So. Okay, I haven't seen either of the other two. Yeah, I'd stay away from Southland Tales, but Planet Fifty One's a really good kids movie, and they do they both do really good voice work in that film. Um, but if you don't know the premise of the film, basically, The Rock is uh, he's kind of a bounty hunter, but he wants to be a cook. Yeah, I think he's called a retrieval expert. Exactly. And uh, he's basically blackmailed, so to speak. He thought he did his last job, and his boss says, you know what? If you want your restaurant, you have to go get my kid, and and my kid is in the jungle. And he goes, you do this for me, you you get your restaurant. And that's how we go from the city to basically the jungle. And the jungle is basically ran by Christopher Walken. Now, what do you think of Christopher Walken? Are you a fan of Christopher Walken? 
uh, it's a, well, it's actually interesting you asked me if I was a fan of Christopher Walken specifically because I was going to say that I'm not typically a fan of him, right. but in this movie, I don't think he was over the top really. He was a good villain. He acted like a good villain in this movie. He was he seemed to be in the way a lot, which I liked. He wasn't hysterical or he was like I don't I haven't seen too many of his movies, but the ones I've seen and the ones I've known to be advertised, he's very like he's huge and he's laughing hysterically and he's always right. in the background as like the king type guy. So I thought keeping him more low key but having him be this menace in the background kind of suited him well. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Batman Begins, or not Batman Begins, Batman Returns. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's one of the main villains in that movie, and he's just ridiculous in that movie. But I, I do understand he's a very good actor. Um, I've actually enjoyed him in a movie with Brendan Fraser called Blast from the Past. I actually enjoyed him a lot in that film. Um, but he does work as the villain. He's basically the guy that runs all of the um, all the jungle, which is basically El Dorado, or as the people call it, Hell Dorado. Uh, yeah. they're, they're all poor. They work for like 13 cents an hour. And uh, Sean William Scott, um, he is there basically to find what's called the Gato. Um, and it's basically worth millions of dollars, which would be what would Rosario Dawson is um, kind of the American there. And if she could get her hands on a gato, she wants it to free the people. Sean right. William Scott wants it. You think for money, but in intentions, he just wants to put it in a museum where well, I think, I think that's part of uh, Sean William Scott's appeal to this movie, because you find out towards the middle towards and the end that he's actually not really as, He's not really into himself as much as uh, into money, monetarial things as much as you would think. He's more into the, the e- I guess the ego-driven part. But that's what makes him kind of kind of humorous. He's he's doing it for himself in the ego way. He just wants to show that he can do this th- stuff exactly and, and leave his mark. Right, exactly. Um, I love, um, you know, we get the great fight at the dance club, which um, this is the first time The Rock actually does his signature wrestling move, The Rock Bottom. He did that in the dance club. Um, okay. He never does that ever again in any other movie. But the one thing he always does in every film, um, are you familiar when you're laying on your back and you take your hands behind your head and you flip yourself up? Yeah, you know what movie I'm talking about. He does that in every movie. I just love it when he does that. Um, that's the first big action scene we have with Beck. But the second one is when he finally gets to the jungle and his first encounter with Sean William Scott, he's going to take him back. And that's when Christopher Walken's men come in and uh, he gotta t- he's got to take him out. And I'll tell you, the wire work is excellent in this scene. I love the when he does the little uh, – he grabs the guy by his with his two legs in the air grabs him by his head and flips yeah. him. I love that. I thought it was excellent. Yeah, the fighting was really well done in this movie. And even like I said, if I don't care for some of the flipping around and the floating kind of action, it, it still looked good to me, even though I didn't care for it. Yeah, exactly. And Peter Berg is the director of this film. And um, I, I know him from Shocker. It's a Wes Craven film. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was the main actor in there, um, which this is kind of my first movie of seeing his action. And I like his action, his style of movie, you know, filming. It's kind yeah. of like a Michael Bay meets uh, um, Justin, you know, Lin from the Fast and Furious films kind of thing, but in a good way. Yeah, yeah I got I got a sort of Fast and Furious vibe and they had the same premise where it's the one last job, typical cliched type of thing. And. But, it, yeah, it kind of felt like a mix between Fast and Furious and, like you were saying. 
Yeah. And uh, Rosario Dawson, uh, you know, I actually enjoy her, even though we all know the story of why she's a douchebag, you know, from Show Me the Winston. I, I'm it's, sure it's yeah, hilarious. Yeah, it's funny. Like, I've never, I haven't actually seen her in anything real, uh, recently in a long time. So it's when I saw her in this movie, I was kind of put off for a little bit because of the story that Jason's told, but I got used to her as the movie went on. Yeah, um, I thought she I thought she worked well. The guy that I did not think worked well was the uh, the guy to flow the plane with the hard English accent. You couldn't understand a single word he said. Yeah, I was gonna bring him up a little later. He was a little odd to me, kind of out of place, but exactly, I, I felt the same way. Um, but overall, um, this is your typical action film where um, crap happens, and you know we go on this big adventure, and uh, eventually. Um, it all works out in the end where, you know, Sean William Scott finds the Gato. The, I, I really like the, um, the, like the Ernie Reese Jr. character, which is part of Rosario Dawson's clan, so to yep. speak. I thought he was excellent. Um, when he talked, though, wasn't I wasn't too impressed. He was trying to do, like, another accent. Yeah. Uh, but overall, though, I mean, I like the fact that Beck doesn't like guns. And uh, we finally see him at the very end of the movie pulling out guns and and really great action scene even and that's another over-the-top scene is you know him sticking it under his armpit cocking the shotgun and flipping it <laughs> it looks great i loved it it's fun but it, it kind of puts me of are you trying to be you know action comedy or are you trying to be over the top like last action hero but it only happened two or three times so overall i think it was just trying to be a really good action comedy and i think it did pull it off very well Oh, yeah. Well, we've been talking about the action scenes the whole time. The comedy was well done, at least. There was there uh, there was one scene where I was talking to you about it when the monkeys had oh, oh, the monkeys. when they took the hallucinogenic fruit and the monkeys and uh, wake them when they wake up to the monkeys and they're just sitting there and they can't move their mouths and tongues. And they're just like, oh, hey, monkeys. And they're, yeah. they're like slurring their words. I thought that was hysterical. It wasn't too much. But at the same time, it was tons of tons of humor exactly it, it was great my wife my wife hates sean william scott but she loves the rock she's never watched this film but when the monkeys came on man she was just she was going hysterical and really they were baboons they weren't monkeys but right right it, okay it, i love it when the baboons just hump in the rock's face i thought that was hilarious <laughs> um it, the, exactly the comedy this is this reminds me of like 48 hours where you got really good action uh, but the comedy is just not over the top but perfect, subtle, good comedy. You know? Yeah, it, it definitely worked well with the story that they were telling. Yes, exactly. And and The Rock definitely, he doesn't try to be funny, unlike Sean William Scott. I think the most annoying thing he did was the, do you see the thunder, thunder the yeah. lightning? I'm like, dude, I could so go without that. I just want to slap him in the head. But, it, you know, uh, for the most part, all the comedy works really, really well in this film, and I really enjoyed all the comedy. Yeah, definitely. I agree. Yeah. Um, what'd you think of the, uh, the ending where, uh, you know, basically we see the rock take out everybody. I would have actually preferred him not to use the guns in the end because we heard so much of how he, I, I guess it can go both ways, but I'm going to try to be decisive on this, but we hear the whole time how he doesn't really like guns and Sean William Scott's even pestering him about it. And towards the middle when he find when he meets him and, I kind of would have preferred if he kept away from the guns because it was something that was so taboo to The Rock, right. to, to, to Beck. So I wouldn't. I kind of liked. I kind of enjoyed how he he did everything himself. It, he didn't leave it up to a machine to do it for him. But 
in the end, we ended up, we got the gun scenes, and it was definitely very badass. Yes, definitely. Uh, I love the the ending uh, where basically um, the the whole fruit thing um, is kind of in the middle of the movie where Rosario Dawson she's getting what she wants but not letting them know. Um, she gives them fruit, making them think here, you know, take this, it's really good. But her intentions is to take the gato because she thinks Sean William Scott's gonna basically take it, and The Rock takes it back to America and gives it to Sean William Scott's dad. Um, and it's just a real, real funny scene. Um, it, one of the things that I really love was uh, when they're talking about don't pee in the water or the thing's yes. going to go up. Yeah, I, I thought that was hilarious. And when I saw that on Discovery Channel, I'm like, hey, I learned about that on the rundown. You know, it's it was kind of cool, that whole uh, scene. He's like, no one's going on my thing, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was – there wasn't a lot to – it. like you said earlier, it's a very – like you've said with other movies, it's leave your brain at the door kind of a movie. Yes. And but in the same set at the same time, they they had quite a bit of uh, they had a few things that were to be thought about. Like the one thing I really enjoyed about this movie was everyone kind of seemed to be in the gray, not really black and white. Right. They like The Rock is a uh, expert retrieval, and like so, what does that mean? Is he a good guy? Is he a bad guy? He's kind of doing. He he's a good guy working for the wrong people. So does that make him good? And then even right. like. You have um, Christopher Walken's character. He's obviously he's the bad guy of the whole movie, but at the same time, he is putting these people to work where they probably might not have work. So yeah, but 13 cents an hour, I'm not really gonna buy too much. But I hear what you're saying. This is definitely a gray movie. Everybody, um, at you get a certain perspective, and then at the end of the movie. That perspective is changed on each character, and the character yeah. development does work well, especially for an action comedy. Um, the the storytelling is actually very very good, um, and unfortunately, the movie didn't do as big as I wanted to. I mean, it's got a 72% um, overall rating on Rotten Tomatoes, mm-hmm. and the critics thought it was a three and a half out of four. But on a budget of 85 million, only made 80 million. Okay. And there really won't be a sequel, which kind of sucks because I would have liked to have seen a sequel to this film. But, uh, you know, Walking Tall is still my all-time favorite Dwayne, Dwayne Johnson movie. Um, but this definitely, um, if I had to rank it between, you know, five stars, I'd definitely give it a very strong three and a half, no doubt about it. Yeah, I was about to say the same thing, a three and a half. Yeah. Um, I think what makes it go not over or hit the four over is just because of the little things of uh you know not knowing what kind of movie it was trying to be but at the same time i definitely got the feel that it's uh you know a, a and i wouldn't say leave your brain at the door because that's like howard the duck this okay. is kind of sit back get some popcorn and have a good time and you're gonna laugh and you're gonna see some action the girls are gonna see some eye candy and the guys are gonna laugh at two guys going at it so uh overall i think it did it did its job it did what it promised yeah i most like if i knew about it back then i wasn't as being into movies in 2003 as i am now but i probably would have seen it in the theaters yeah definitely and unfortunately never hit it never hit my theater but you know that's okay so (laughs) i'm glad uh you uh you got a chance to watch this film i know i wanted to kind of bounce some ideas off of somebody and uh and i know you said you had never seen it and uh it's and i'm glad to know you're a rock fan but at the same time i want an unbiased opinion because i wanted to see if uh you kind of have the same feelings that i did but uh i definitely think it's uh, a three and a half no no doubt about it yeah i definitely agree 
Good deal. So, do you have any other thoughts on this uh, on this movie? Um, no, not really specifically. I think we got everything fleshed out during the episode. So, sounds good. Well, sir, um, I want to thank you for joining me. I know that uh, you got a boogie. You got some stuff you got to do. And, uh, um, you know, I'm sorry that we're cutting this episode a little short for everybody. But at the same time, um, this is kind of a short, sweet, to the point kind of movie. Yeah, well, hopefully the next time pass by, it'll be a little bit longer and I won't have to jet out for personal reasons. So. Right, exactly. All right, man. Well, you uh, you take care. Um, I will uh, definitely have you again on the show. Um, we'll work some things out, and we'll pick a good movie to uh, watch again. And uh, you kind of you kind of like the same movies that I do, which is really cool. Yeah, um, and, if, and even if I don't, I'm always willing to watch them and then comment them on there after. I'm I'm always looking for a new movie to watch on my spare times. Yeah, and you know, since I got like a thousand of them, you know, it's uh, yeah, we'll have plenty to uh, I'll have plenty to throw at you and say, hey, you want to watch this movie in a couple weeks? Hey, cool, come on the show, let's talk about it. So yeah, it sounds good. Awesome. All right, man. Well, uh, thanks again, Andrew, for coming on the show. And uh, this is going to be it for the uh, for the rundown. So you guys take care.